All right, everyone, welcome to a special episode of Island Time. We have a guest, Smelly Seb. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yo, 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 what's up, guys? It's Smelly Seb. It's your boy, Twitch Smelly. streamer extraordinaire, Pokemon trainer, gonna catch them all. You know what's up? Mmm, and possibly D&D professional. And possibly some, well, I, would, I would say D&D, we're all, it's all learning experience. You learn every time you walk out of the door, you know what I mean? But experienced D&D player, let's call it that. Well, we are so glad to have you here, uh, smelling those vibes up. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's your boy Josh. We got Big Mac in the back with the COVID yeah. sack. Yeah, you know, got me here last week. Uh, just family emergencies, which is why we never recorded. This week, you know, I got COVID, so we're 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 pushing through. We're pushing through. Not having a good couple of weeks, man. No, it's been a rough couple of weeks, but hey, that's life. Well, Smelly, I know one thing. We normally start with like what's new with us this week, like individually. So because you're our guest, if you want to start out, like if, if you got anything new this week you want to talk about or like if you want to plug your Twitch, anything like that. Yo, not too much this week, actually. Just <clears throat> just laying low, kind of chilling, relaxing. It's uh, it's the summer, you know, so just been hanging out with family and everything like that. But just, just keeping it chill right now. Nothing to plug big time, but just uh, happy to be here and hang out with you guys. Straight up, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Yeah, you know what's up. Shooting some b-ball. Outside, outside the school. Outside school. We're a couple of guys up to no good, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think I heard this before. Yeah. I hope you heard it before. I assume you've had a TV. <laughs> yeah, it was the Cosby Show, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. No, 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 it was all in the family. Proud family. Wait. Wait. <laughs> okay. No, I don't think that's true. I, don't, I think we're all capping right now. <laughs> well, okay, so it's kind of funny. Before we started this, uh, Denton was talking about how he doesn't know who Tyler the Creator is. And what's new to me this week, boys, is... Uh, the second I heard about the Golf Wang Converse collab, I had to check it out, man. I had to get on it. I never owned a pair of Converse before, uh, not because I don't enjoy them, but like merely just because I didn't. And these low tops that Tyler, the creator, produced with, uh, with Converse are beautiful, boys. Like, literally. Uh, I'll even send you guys a picture or something like that. I love them anyway. They're getting a lot of hate because maybe it was built up too much and, and whatnot, but I, I, I personally like them. But once I heard they're up in... And that Tyler was behind it. I needed to get the pair, dude. Like, I waited. It, they came out July 1st. And I waited online until, like, 11 a.m. And I had to wait in line on the website for, like, an hour. And then they were selling out. They were selling out. I didn't, there was only, like, so many that they were selling. I really didn't think I was going to get a pair. But I ended up cop, uh, capping a pair of size 10s. And they're going to be here tomorrow. So I'm pumped on that. Oh, that that's it. Now, what that's do you mean said. waited in line online? Like, Well, once it was in my shopping cart, uh, it was, like countdown timer was on then until like my turn in line and like sometimes the timer would extend if somebody was taking too long to purchase or whatever like i at least held a position in line so i was maybe promised a pair or something like that and they promised okay. a pair to so many people something like that yeah i didn't imagine it's almost like limited drops on a lot of stuff like that nowadays right so it's almost like you're standing in a line at a store but the store is online you know what I mean? I've heard exactly. of the, I've heard of similar things with PS uh, PS fives now, where Sony they're actually starting to make people like buy a raffle ticket before well, for the chance to buy one directly from them. Yeah, a hundred percent, and like a lot of NFTs and stuff go that way as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
It's the you future, just man. Get a bunch of dudes spending or whatever, you know, a hundred bucks or whatever for this hundred thousand dollar. But there's like loads of them in on it, trying to get the chance to have it or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I guess maybe it makes it fair to the customers or well maybe... yeah yeah, yeah it gives that. everyone a fair shot at getting it right wherever you are in the world especially because it's like an online drop i guess right yeah it's like but i don't yeah. know if you guys remember the amiibo scarcity when those things were big oh yeah. yeah big time that was brutal and it's still brutal now to be completely honest with you. i haven't bought amiibos in years but my favorite one was when that guy married a plumber bought 500 rosalina amiibos so fans of her couldn't what? get them <laughs> <laughs> that's videos, actually brutal he's just flipping off the to- the figures like what a wow. I only have two I have uh, I have one of the Able sisters from Animal Crossing nice. as a blue one and I have Incineroar cause he's like my guy that's badass dude yeah, the only amiibo I, I own is KK Slider from Animal Crossing that's, that might be even more badass though uh, I've got a OG. I've got a pretty big collection I'm not gonna lie Oh, let's go. But I haven't been yeah. into it in years, like I said. Yeah. Talk to us, man. What do you got? What do you got on the oh, shelf? Man, it'd be easy. Oh, how do I even say it? I've got like two Marios, including Golden Mario, two Luigis, two Peaches, a Daisy, uh, almost all the Smash Forecast. Okay, nice. so in the Jeez. prime, in the prime, you are you are out hunting them because you, oh, yeah. get, you just can't get those anymore. Like yeah. not just out on the go. You're gonna be spending. Like, I, I, you can go to, there's, there's a local spot around here that has a bunch of them, but, like, they're way overpriced. As a matter of fact, my favorite one that ever happened, a new set came out on a day I was off from work. So I was driving around all these different stores looking for some, and I leave this GameStop. They didn't have, Luciana was, like, the one that was exclusive to them. So I leave, and this guy comes up to me and says, hey, man, this really sucks. I was, I pre-ordered five of them so I could sell them online. And this, like, pissed me off, because, like, well, what about people just trying to get them normally? Yeah. But so I'm talking to the guy. I'm like, hey, where were you just to? And uh, what did you see there? And he, I forget what he said to me, but I said I was going to go to Toys R Us. And he said there would be nothing there. Well, Toys R Us had the Greninja Amiibos as exclusives. And they had gotten Let's way go. too many. Nice. Did That's you get fine. one? I, oh, absolutely. It yeah. was like there were enough Greninja for everybody. Is... Greninja's probably my favorite water type starter in pokemon i know that's pretty deep it's probably greninja or feraligator they're they're the two that would what about be totodile feraligator bro what do you mean dog i said feraligator what about my man squirtle but squirtles yeah squirtle's cool and all but i think there's there's been better ones it's been done yeah and Squirtle's like, a little I'm, shit. I'm the one weird guy that thinks Incineroar is the best fire type ever, but like. <laughs> I like Incineroar, man. He is badass, though. I do like him. He's my pr- He's progress, badass, like. dude. He was my main in Pokemon Sun. Oh, speaking of that, that's actually some news. Like, I got, I got Pokemon Moon at, at GameStop this week for $10. Oh, that's a case. good deal. You're lying. Yeah, I, uh, I was really stoked. So we got that, and I was. Uh, I've Holy been shit. playing that. I also pre-ordered the new. There's a there's a Electra dressed as Daredevil pop comic cover Funko thing coming out, and I've been big on the pops lately, and especially the Marvel ones. So I definitely have to oh, pre-order. Yeah, I have so many pop figures. Like yeah, pop yeah. Marvel he does. One. He does have a bunch. Oh, dude, sweet. Usually, Let's talk. Yeah, usually in the Let's back chat. of my screen, you see them all. Oh, that's so sick. I, I, don't have many, uh, 
I have a lot of Pokemon. I have my girlfriend has a lot of Naruto. Uh, but uh, we're I'm just recently getting into the into the Marvel stuff and the comic ones exclusively. I've been trying to do because it's kind of a whole. You know, like if I was gonna start, yeah. oh, if I collected every Marvel thing, I'd be like, I have a room caked full with Marvel Funkos. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely, so uh, it's just trying to and these uh, these comic ones have ended up being like kind of a chase. You know, like you're kind of like hard to get, a little elusive. Got to pre-order them. Got to pre-order them sooner than later, or the pre-orders run out. So it makes it kind of fun. You know what I mean? Did you say your yeah. girl has Ham Taro Pop Funkos? Naruto. Oh, Naruto. they said Ham Taro. Nah. That would be sick, though. I would. Be I would down. love that. Yeah, me too. Uh, that would be sick. Oxnard, sure. Bijou, Maxwell. Yeah, Yo, you Boss. know all the names. <laughs> Dude, I do. I loved Ham Taro when I was younger, man. Uh, I loved Ham Taro, but I, I remember Ham Taro's name. I I know the theme song. I don't even know what the girl's name is. Yeah, I I, have no, I literally know Hamtaro. I don't Wait, think I would like, be able to name any other the one. The human girl or the ha- yeah, uh, hamster girl? the human girl. I, I don't know the oh. hamster girl either. Yeah, fuck. I'm not worried about the human, dude. I'm talking about the hamsters. <laughs> I'm talking about the hamsters, man. I got, you know, Bijou, Maxwell, Oxnard, you know, the fucking homies, Oxnard. dude. Oxnard. What is Oxnard? Um, Tell me that there's... Where did they get that name? I don't know. I, I, I like don't know. Though. Kids name yeah. animals pretty stupid things. Yeah. Oxnard is lit. But what uh, happened? With, what's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with everyone else this week? Yeah, well, Denton, what's new to you? Well, I've actually had a pretty awesome week. I've had some streamer. His name is Cog. He actually played one of my videos on his stream. Nice. Oh, sick. I know, and that got me like 17 subscribers. Nice. Uh, besides what? that, oh, awesome. Shout yeah. out to that guy then. Who'd you say it was? His name is Cog. Cog. His YouTube is Backwards Internet. It, Word up. It's actually pretty funny the reason why he streamed it. So he got into a fight, like a fist fight, with another streamer in Portugal, like a month ago. Right. And so I made a video saying the top five fails of the guy, this guy. And since he was number one, he played my video on his stream. <laughs> yeah, I think we even spoke on that on the podcast a couple weeks no, ago. No, no, we couldn't have because it, well, it, no? has, it happened since the last one. We might have really? talked about what happened, but not the guy like talking about my video. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. We talked about what happened, just not this part yet. Oh, yeah, besides that, I've got a new series called The Update. It's kind of like Scarce and Drama Alert, if you've ever seen them, but more short form. No. And that's been doing very well. Sweet. Sweet. That's exciting news, dude. 17 subscribers is big. Oh, yeah, since, since the last episode, I'd say I've gotten, like, 45 subscribers. That's even bigger. Right? That's even bigger, man. I'll and drink so a Diet Pepsi to that. Besides possibly having COVID, nothing else has happened to me. Yeah. Besides having COVID, how are you doing, Dr. Big Mac? What was your week like? Uh, it was pretty pretty straightforward week. Nothing too big. I'm having good days at work where I work at Best Buy where I don't speak for the brand or the company, but I do work there, so it's been fun. Good couple sure. weeks there. Uh, cool. But other than that, really, really the week, not much has been going on. Got COVID, that's about it. Do that. Or, um, Bless you too. Oh, oh the biggest thing though is uh, I got I started bottling this uh, mead recipe that I've been having, and had some people taste it. And man, I I'm pretty sure I could sell it because of how good it tastes. Yeah, Smelly, have you ever heard of, or tasted mead? Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I've, okay, heard. Yes, smelled, tasted. 
Um, not like the like homemade mead, like mead from like the store, like from the actual liquor store. Where did you get mead? Like that. You can get like honey mead and stuff like that. Maybe not in the liquor store here. Maybe this was in Toronto or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I don't but, think you can um, get it here. No, yeah. maybe not. But I definitely have had it before. Um, yeah, I don't drink, so kind of ha- like out of that conversation pretty quickly. But it's it's pretty good. It's all right. It's like a yeasty beer, but you're making it yourself, are you, Big Man? He does, yeah. Yeah, he makes it himself. Cool. Yeah, we, we get on the brew. Like, I've, I'm brewing wine, and he's brewing mead. And I tried to brew kombucha, man, but it was a flop. Kombucha? Like, we, I, can, I can tell you a few things with kombucha sometime. You've made kombucha? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, can we I talk to you about something? full-on scoby and stuff like that. At our older yeah, party. let me talk to you about something then. I have yeah, a question yeah. to ask you. My um, kombucha... Uh, I didn't think it was quite as carbonated as good as it should have been. So I put it in the fridge and stuff and left it in the fridge for like a week or two because I was like, all right, definitely making sure it's like done right. And it was in the proper bottles and all that stuff. And it was fermented Mm -hmm. for the right amount of time. And I did everything right and all that stuff. But then when I went to open it, pop the top. And okay, before I go any further, do you burp? Did you burp your bottles? Yeah, you got to burp it every now and then for sure. I did not. And so, therefore, when I popped the bottle, it man, exploded. it just about went six feet in the yeah. air, oh, all yeah. over the kitchen table, all over the floor, <laughs> the wall. It was nuts, dude. Oh, that sounds horrible. Uh, yeah, burp, the number one rule, right? Burp. Yeah, you can't do it too often, right? But you have to do it. Yeah. Because another way that happens. Or worse comes to worst. Literally, like, it could be, like, there's so much pressure built up in those jars, like, you could be pulling something out of your fridge and a jar hit that jar and it just like explodes in your fridge or something. Yeah. And like, that's, that's, that's tough. That's not See, good. Cause that's I was worried for a while that it wasn't carbonated enough. And therefore I was like, okay, well maybe I just shouldn't burp it because if it's already not carbonated enough, I don't want to like risk losing carbonation. So I just never the whole time. And then when I went to pop it, it was just projectile. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, you learn your lesson, I guess. Was that still fit to drink, though? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I tasted it. You did everything properly. Yeah, how did I tasted it? It tasted fine, but because my mom was there and seen that it went everywhere, she was like, "You're throwing all that out right now. I don't want you to get sick." And I was like, "What? Like it's fine." Well, yeah, kombucha. That is kombucha, right? Like, like it's not. You got to ferment it, and it kind of is the art of making stuff go bad quotations you know what i mean bad but culture live culture yeah yeah exactly it's like yogurt and all that kind of shit right okay well thank you but anyways back to the back to the topic at hand here yep what was the topic oh yeah we are yeah we are go yeah yeah we can't talk about D &D. so so who was it? I think it was uh, Doctor Big Mac that brought up. Um, it was. It was Doctor Big Mac. First phase. Yep. Yep. We're trying yeah, to get yeah, a group. I was, I was. I was the one who brought it up because I've been wanting to join a group or like start a group or something like for like the last couple yeah. years. I just never really knew anybody who wanted to do it. But well, I've been wanting to do it for a while. Yeah, that's sick. The big Stranger Things resurgence as well. Just as oh, yeah, because the, the everybody want to play that. Little quick nod to that. That fourth season was incredible. Stranger Things. Um, I haven't seen it. I yeah, me neither. 
Yeah, I haven't seen any of the fourth season. I got like partially through the second season and then stopped. Me okay, too. Word. Yeah. Um, if I can give you guys any advice, it's go watch that show. It's sick. They uh, Netflix puts all their money into it. It seems like at this point, you know, right. like oh, like they have so much money going into it. There's development is is crazy. Uh, visual effects nuts. I I highly recommend it. So. I did love the first two seasons. I just, I don't know. I I don't know why I stopped watching it, to be honest. Yo, shit is spooky. It is spooky, but I didn't, that didn't bother me. I loved it. No, in a good way, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, D and, okay, so D and D, I guess, is uh, like they play D and D in that show. Yeah, and and a lot of the, a lot of like the lore and stuff, like the bad spooky stuff in the show is all based off of like, yeah, uh, kind of like the pre-made lore in D and D, right? Because there's yeah. there's like the homebrew stuff that people do with D and D, which is like when you kind of make your own campaigns and all that kind of stuff. But then there is like the kind of traditional. Here's these campaigns in the books that you can kind of run out, but you, they still can go in different ways and everything like that because D and D is a very variable game by all means, you know uh as much as uh, a lot of the time a dungeon master can have something planned out or whatever the case may be with a story it just takes somebody one you know one of the people playing to make a move that they just absolutely didn't expect what happens fairly often right and uh now they've changed the changed the whole out uh, aspect of the game completely right okay so let's pretend that nobody listening knows what dungeons and dragons is Break it down. Okay. So Dungeons and Dragons is basically a uh, RPG. It's player-based, character-based, uh, and it kind of is just exploring a mythical world with the uh, using dice. Right. That's, so it's uh, like that's... a board game. Yeah, yeah without the board, where you are imagining the board, in a sense, right? Right. And yeah. the board can be, is is big, huge, magical worlds and stuff like that, you know? like You kind of play kind off of each a, other. Oh, big time, right? And the dungeon master and stuff. And, like, a lot of it's a lot of the time, having a dungeon master is, like, very theatrical and stuff like that can really add to the game and everything, you know? Yeah, he's kind of the maestro. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, what were you going to say, Adentum? I didn't mean to cut you off. There oh, I was going to say, I never really understood what the point of those pre-made adventures was. It's like, if you're a D... De- I mean, it might it might be good for saving time, but I feel like it would kind of ruin some of the fun of being a dungeon master. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel, like, I feel like there's two ways to it, though. You know what I mean? Because uh, in Stranger Things or whatever, they're, they're running from the book the whole time, right? And they seem to be having the time of their lives. And a lot of people originally played it that way, right? But me, personally, I don't know playing it from the book. Every time I've ever played D&D, it's been a homebrew campaign. So all I know is making a character and going in a world that some dungeon master has made up themselves, right? That's pretty cool. So the dungeon master typically controls the setting. Yeah, and just comes up with everything. Right. Yeah. The last one that I was in... uh, the dungeon master had co- countries, continents, world. Like the world was built up. There was anarchies, hierarchies. Like there was little thieves guilds. Like everything that you can imagine was like thought out and planned out. And we were running into it, and all of it was like 
playing into the bigger picture kind of deal. It was it was really really fun, really fun. All this with five people though. Yeah, so one dungeon master, and I think there was five five characters. Yeah, but now if there's five of us playing characters. There can be a bazillions characters in the actual world, yeah. right? Yeah, you know what I mean, because Zalop is okay. the dungeon master. You know, we yeah. could have people that are tagging along for the party that end up turning on us halfway through that we expected them to be our friend the whole way. You know what I mean? This can be anything. It's really, really, really fun game. I so say. the dungeon master has its own character that plays in the game. No, so the dungeon, no. well, they kind of play every other NPC. They play everything. Yeah, oh. everything that's not one of us, they control. Right, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a big it's a big role to take on for sure, and you gotta so, know what you're doing to take it on. In order to like create a name, let's say, would you want to know what you're going to play as first? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because like you're not gonna be a half orc named Charles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, hey, if you want to. You can be, and that's you can, and that's the the I think the big duty of it is you can really be whatever you want to at this point. But if you're trying to make it, you know, a little more realism to like the worlds and stuff like that, you can be like I was being a half orc and I was going to name it Gronk. Right. Yeah, I kind of want to have my character's name based around what I'm going to be. Yeah, my half. I was a half elf in my last campaign, and it was his name was Goldleaf. Right, that sounds elvish, big time. You know, like little stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, I'm definitely a newbie, so this is good. This is going to be like I love how you're going to be able to explain this to me in the way that you can explain it to the audience at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. like right now, I'm trying to create my character, and I don't know if uh, well, I don't know if Adentum's going to go along with this too. Are you? Do you? Do you want to maybe like make a character at the same time for jokes? Oh, I'm afraid or... I'm a bit too busy these days. Well, touche. But like, I just mean like right now during the cast, like. No, no, it'll be best if we see you do one. Okay, well, I'm streaming okay, my thing okay. live, and you can help walk me through it, and we can talk yeah. through it. Hey, sounds good. If you that like. All right, well, like, right now, basically, I'm going to create a character. This is the start of D&D. Like, this is, this, is, this is the bones right here, I'm pretty sure. But it's asking me a standard quick build to randomize. What should I do as a yeah. rookie? So I'm here on the character builder as well. So you're going to go to standard build. Let's do a standard build. So I think for this one, you roll a bunch of dice for all your stats, and you pick, like, the uh, one of the best three? Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's, like, the last thing we do, I think, though. The very first thing you have to do is pick out your race and your class, which is going to be the fun part, which is going to kind of expand this world and how kind of variable it is when i when i said that at the beginning of the podcast or, or not the beginning or beginning of this topic or whatever like yeah. uh, how variable it actually is right and like you can't like it'd be funny you can have a big team half works walking around being dummies but having a team of people that are like you know different classes a bit more balanced races, yeah having some balance is really good too okay anyway so, so let's just go into the races here so right off the hop you get the it'll be like character preferences or whatever yeah. Uh, just just unclick Eberron content and just click the homebrew content. Um, now, now, I understand why they would have Magic the Gathering content in there, but why Rick and Morty? 
<laughs> yeah, I guess I guess as an expansion, you know what I mean? Like there's all sorts of crazy expansions for this game now, so that's it nuts. Probably... Yeah, when I think fantasy, I think Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> uh yeah, so enable the dice hold, keep that over, to put over those next two things, optional class features. And uh yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna move past this pretty quick. Ignore coin weight, that doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, move on to the next page. So now we're choosing a race, right? So the go. description of each, like, choosing a race is the next step. This is good, whatever I'm saying here. Choose a race affects many different aspects of your character. It establishes fundamental qualities that exist throughout your character's adventuring career. When making these decisions, keep in mind that the kind of character you want to play. Well, um, I told you off air, I kind of wanted to be a monk. So should I have yeah. to be a human to do that? So no, definitely not. There's, there's. A, I mean, if, if you can go to like, right here is all the races that. Like, are you here now on this uh, choose a race page? I'm on the race page. Yep. Yeah. So you have all these races here in front of you now. You can literally be any of these things. A lot of these things, I have no idea what they are. Like genocide okay. and stuff like that. I, I really have no idea because these are in. It's like a editions that i never played and stuff like that okay but uh yeah so the ones that say basic rules next to them uh like half elf even just change it to basic rules to make it a little easier is that a way okay basic rules up there at the top there we go yeah you get dragonborn dwarf hell elf half elf half orc halfling human rock gnome which is basically just a gnome and tiefling so dragonborn's gonna be uh dragonborn look very much like dragons standing erect in humanoid form though they lack wings and a tail so basically half human half dragon type of thing that's pretty lit dwarves are dwarfs you know what they are you can choose between hill or mountain dwarfs there's elves high elves or wood elves i was a wood elf or whatever my guy had some deep story or whatever half elves are like half human half elves um Half orcs are half human, half orcs. Uh, Halfling are these like I don't even know. I think uh, the best way to explain it, they're they're kind of like what Frodo was in Lord of the Rings. I think. Yeah, yeah, right. He's like a hot. It's like I'm pretty sure they actually used to be called uh, hobbits, but they had to change it because of a copyright infringement. Ah, Uh, there you go. Yeah, so they're very much so like that. And then we have humans, OG classic. I don't know what these variant human means or anything like that. Rock gnome, uh, just a gnome, straight up. And then tiefling. And tieflings are kind of like uh, half demon, half humans. Really? Yeah. You can do some cool stuff with them for sure. Being a tiefling monk, you know what I mean? Like what religion would you practice? You know, you'd probably be doing some type of dark religion. Could be Ooh. you could play the story a pretty fun way with that for sure. Especially if we're a good team, you're gonna have this tendency to draw you back to evil constantly because that's what your main like uh, religion is, right? No, 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 you know you play around like that, right? Interesting. That would yeah. be a pretty cool monk role, I feel like, because it's almost yeah. a little bit conflicting. So it would be hundred percent. Okay, you give I yourself think that right. You I'm give yourself all these cool things. Tiefling, gonna, yeah? Yeah, I think I'm going to be a tiefling monk. Cool. And then besides that, there's all these cool traits. Like, you can look at the traits here. Like, so as a tiefling, you get dark vision, so you can see in the dark, pretty much. 
Uh, you, there's hellish resistance, so you have a resistance to fire damage because you're half a demon. And infernal legacy, so you know the them. The Matugi cantrip. Uh, when you really, when you reach third level, you cast the Hellish Rebuke spell as a second level spell once with this trait. So basically, if you are a barbarian, you could use a spell because you're a cool. demon, and it's only the certain Hellish Rebuke spell. But that's pretty cool. So you're choosing that race, hey? Tieflings subsist in small minorities found mostly in human cities or towns, often in the roughest quarters of those places where they grow up to be swindlers, thieves, or crime lords. Sometimes they live among other minority populations in enclaves where they are treated with more respect. Hmm. That's cool because my story could be like, I grew up as like a swindler, like, you know, in like this, like, you know, crime lordy area where it's kind of like run down. And then that's what made me decide to like become a monk to try and become like a better tiefling or something like weird. Like yeah. I have like a story like that. Yeah. Having a dark past would be cool for you because that would explain yes. your dark origin and why, why would you be a monk? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to learn from your lessons. Time, yeah, and in that same time, the only religion you ever know is still your dark religion, so that's what gives you your monk powers and stuff, right? Right. So, that sounds fun. That sounds that's really cool. cool. What, okay, what do you guys so, think? Yeah, what are you saying, uh, Dr. Big Mac? What would your character be? Do you have well, one in mind? Have you played as one before? I would, oh, I'm, I would still be a beginner, even though I know more about what D&D is than most other people. So I've had done research on it, but I don't know if I would build a character or a group or just be the DM. I can so. say this. I'd probably pick a character with a resistance to sickness right now. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. one. I wonder what that would be. I'm sure there's... I'm sure there's um... Yeah, right now, like, for our current group, like, so I, I could be the DM where we're still looking for people to join, and it's easier yeah. to find this player rather than Dungeon Master, so that's the so, role that I would take on right now. So, Respect. Big Mac, you're going to have to be learn about every race and every class then yeah because that's the kind of the that's what dm is about right so you you gotta pull us at like like we all gotta know about our abilities and stuff like that but you knowing about it as well can work to your advantage too right yeah i want to create the story knowing your characters and everything yeah like that. And build strong villains so that you guys yeah. can easily run through them 100 etc cetera, et cetera. i was looking at like a little uh I think it's right here, actually. A beginner's guide to being a dungeon master or whatever. And hashing out, like, these good, like, uh, I think they were called, like, z uh, zero sessions. Where we kind of, like, build our characters meeting and everything like that. And just kind of building this big session where it's not really about uh, fighting as many monsters or progressing a story together as much as much as it is like this first session you have is letting all the characters meet each other and bringing them all together you know what I, I, mean? yeah, I like that story session basically yeah yeah exactly so in uh kind of giving everybody a little bit of an origin while at the same time growing the groups and everybody's characters and stuff like that yeah definitely brings a bit of emotion to it for sure yeah so i think a big part of starting a group if you're going to start a campaign before because like obviously a dm can have their entire world set up but before you start the campaign uh you should know what your characters going into it are going to be right okay so it looks like big mac might be the dm for now until we find the other 
folks. Hey, imagine, imagine. Uh, I, I'm down for a uh, duo brigade campaign. Me and you against the world. Uh, Doctor Big Mac is the dungeon master, and it's just a two, a duos team kind of deal. Like, uh, Ooh, know, is, that, like is that a thing? Yeah, be, why not? It can be whatever you want. You know what I mean? We're like a, we're a duos team. You're a monk and I'm a barbarian. Hey. You have a different size of like physical people. combat. You just, yeah, you don't really need five or six people. You just generally, it's just I find it's better when you have that many people. Yeah. Like you have a group yeah. before. But we could definitely do just the three of us, me being the DM and you guys being the the squad. And then At you can starting look, out, right? Yeah. And then it doesn't, it's not so much for you to learn as well, right off the hop as well, Dr. Big Mac. Yeah, it's a good practice for me and yeah. uh, for me as a DM and Josh as a player and things like that. Cool. I like that. I think that's a great way to yeah. go with this. I think that, cool. yeah, we should definitely start. I'll start thinking of some campaigns. So I'm going, to be, I'm going to be a half-orc barbarian named Gronk. And my I whole, I already have the whole story here. hashed out in my head. So he's like right, going to be... Uh, abandoned by his race for being a half orc obviously right trying to like he's he's half human you know what i mean and yeah, he's trying yeah. to live with the orcs and they abandon him and he gets abandoned very young so he doesn't really understand what it what it is to be an orc obviously he still feels all the natural aggressions and rage of being an orc and what that entails but he still learned off the land that he was raised up around and is actually very soft soul, plays with butterflies, and is kind of like the very Gronk loves you kind of guy, right? But yeah, yeah. when you hurt and like the monk will be almost like, you know, if they, they become really good friends, he'll be very protective. You know what I mean? At the same time. Oh, so, so basically you and Josh would be like the two brothers and other mice and men. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, adoptive brothers. Yeah, he'll like come across me. Maybe he'll guy. find me out in the woods or something like that. And uh, I, I hope they didn't yeah. turn out like those brothers. Didn't the big one like kill a girl? The big <laughs> one, a dog. Yeah, the big one. That sounds barbaric. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> the, the little one had to shoot the big one in the head. He That's is gonna be. Yeah, he was killing puppies in that girl. Like. Spoiler alert! If you haven't read the book, yeah. Okay, the book All is right. how old? No, listen, you still have spoiler alert. Some people. Wait, what's know. the name of the book? I've never heard of this book. Of mice, mice and men. men. Oh, I've yeah. never heard of it. I, I had to. I had to read it for like English class back in high school. Oh, where? Good book. Hey, then, basically, who cares about spoilers? We could be helping people with their exams. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, what Evan is describing is like a mice and men, but in fantasy D and D world. Yeah, well, hey, you should take, uh, you could take the con like concept from of mice and men yeah. to put into your campaign, you know. I could, I could. Yeah, yeah. But sweet, that sounds really fun. I think that's a cool, a cool way to go. A duos campaign sounds really fun. So I'm gonna choose my class. I'll go go monk. We're going monk. Yeah. So on armor, defense, martial arts. Cool. Yeah, so you carry armor as a monk, right? Because you you just I'm a you monk. Yeah, do that. you're a monk, right? Yeah, I'm out here with my monk robe on, with my dangalang and the air swinging, and like a master of martial arts, harnessing the power of the body in pursuit of physical and spiritual perfection. So like you have to take these things into account of your character. So like you're a character wouldn't steal. 
Right. You know, you're a monk. You know what I mean? But the tiefling part of me would, though, wouldn't And this is, yeah, so that now you can fool around with it because you're Uh tiefling. You know what I mean? Like, you know, battle right there. You're a dirty monk. Internal battle. That's going to be your, like, do you stop yourself or do you let your internal demons come out and do those things? This is going to be an easy character to play for. Yeah, like a (laughs) kleptomaniac. Yeah. Just be like I mean, Two-Face and flip a coin every time you think about stealing something. Yeah, hey. Could work like that. Hey, it could work. Well, honestly, maybe that ends up having to be a role. And every time that you do end up having to make one of those decisions, you have to roll. And based on that role... Leave it to fate. If it's like one to five, you are good. Or like, you know what I mean? Or you yeah. don't do it. And then yeah. five to 10, you give in to your, or odds and evens or whatever the case may be. Right. Cause oh, like the, the, the dice still decide everything. Yeah. The dice are the boss of everything. What will be, will be, I'll have this like you can, vibe. You yeah. can decide to do the thing. Like you can have the thought, you know what I mean? I'm going to pick, I'm going to steal from this guy here right now. Yes, you can do whatever you want in this world. Your character is there living, so he can do it. But how successfully he does it is based on the dice. So when we play, do we have like character cards like that are drawn out? Yeah, like, oh, so you get I a have... character sheet. Okay. Yeah. okay. So essentially that's got all your stats, uh, your items, your gold, uh, your level, your powers. Okay. If you're playing it online and it's not too big of a deal, it'll uh, deal with it for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But we're probably going to be playing in person, I'd like to think. Yeah, yeah we're oh. going to be playing in person. And I have empty character sheets from that little box thing that I uh, bought that actually had like a bunch of introductions to character building yeah, and all that. Sweet. So sweet. I, still, I still have a bunch of, uh, I think I have like six empty character sheets that we can use. Ooh, awesome. That's oh my sick. gosh. Uh, I'm just looking at this monk. There's so much stuff that you get as a monk. The unarmored defense, right? So at the first level, your AC, you don't know what any of this means. So AC is your armor class. You'll get into that when you look into the character sheet a little more. But basically, yeah. your armor class will will kind of be your, uh, your, like your health kind of deal for taking hits and stuff like that, depending on how, you can, how good you can take a hit and stuff, depending on what weapon the other person has. There's a whole, whole lot of stuff, trust me. It's not just... Hit the guy, you know so, what I mean? Because like, I have these stats, as we progress in the, you know, in the game, we'll call it, um, am I, go- like, if it's like an RPG, am I gaining stats as we go? Yeah, yeah, but oh, you yeah. choose where you want to put your, uh, you have, like, a bunch of skills and everything like that as well. Like, you can't just think that you're really good at, say, uh, what's one of them? Say, like, hunting, you know, like, hunting's a skill. Yeah, and... the, the easiest uh, example I can think of is like you know the game Skyrim or Oblivion. Yes, it's basically that, but yeah, in the real life. Yeah, rather. Okay, okay, respect. You have respect. your castle you build, and like there's a campaign that you. How follow. do I know when I've leveled up? The dice decide. Oh uh, no, no, you experience points and stuff like that that the DM grants you by you know beating monsters and doing interactions and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Completing different tasks, yeah, or yeah. like side missions, or per se. Like at the end of every session, they'll do like a total, and the DM will grant us our experience points based on the things we've done in the session. Yeah. And then so, those go towards our 
like level bar same thing like literally just like skyrim or something like that background I'm, I'm i'm on an option here where it's giving me a background and i can choose like folk Ooh. hero noble sage soldier acolyte like uh do i choose that or like what background i haven't yeah i think that's just like the background for your character so if yeah, you were like this i should be a sage then if well, i'm gonna be, you should be a criminal you, you spy were you like a thief criminal earlier spy. yeah because you you were trying to play your dark things right you said you'd come from the criminal underworld so criminal slash spy would be your okay. background yeah okay yeah. so you're metamorphosing into this monk character but you still have to fight with your evil side yes hmm what should my name be oxnard <laughs> that's actually sick i love it i'm gonna be oxnard you josh backwards <laughs> oh it's oxnard it gotta be Hassage. Hassage. <laughs> yeah Hassage. <laughs> Sage, sage. You would you like to get some sausage, the sage? Massage the monk. That's too good. That sounds like you need a massage. But but that's the just, and that's like that's where it begins, right? So now it'll all start with. So you got me and you. We should uh, get together in person. Some day of the week and hash out like a origin story for the both of our characters, and we'll send it off to uh, Doctor Big Mac, and then he can hash out uh, where we're gonna start off with this guy. I can probably commit to that because uh, do a little flashback on what's new. I forgot to mention something that's new. The whip is coming in. I definitely stopped by the dealership today and looked in their back, and it was there. The hatch is on the lot, so I'm expecting a call tomorrow for the. I'll have the whip. Soon. this week i'll definitely have it this week sweet that's so dope. that'll make things a lot easier for me to awesome. get around that would be great congrats dude my name is oxnard the tiefling monk <laughs> yeah so should i like write down like okay so who chooses the backstory then do i choose it yeah or does the dm that. okay so the dm doesn't choose it no you you choose your you can choose your backstory. He can let you he can let you go as far as you get with it. Like he's like you can't be like, oh yeah, I was once a god. Like he's gonna be like, no, you weren't once a god. You're just a thief. Like you know what right. I mean? Like yeah. you're starting at level one. You know what I mean? You gotta build yourself into a god. You know? Yeah, I can only be what I can be, but I'll start small. But I should write maybe my own like bio or, or something. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Make your hash yeah. your dude out. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I like it. I like it. Cool. Well, Dungeons and Dragons, dude. So, are we gonna do this campaign where it's just the DM and us two duo against the world kind yeah, of we'll situation? Yeah, we'll do a duo for now for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it's cool. I think that's a cool idea. Keep them. You did start anyway, gives a practice running campaign yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. While we're looking for other people to join anyway. Totally. So. And then the people see us having so much fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, let me play with this. We're gonna have one person sit in on our campaign one time, you know, as like a one-off character, and then they're gonna to want to join, and that's how it starts. I mean, all three of us also stream on Twitch, and all three of us live in Newfoundland, so we could also like do a live stream of one of our sessions as well. Stream it. That's actually. Ooh. Like, do it like an in-person that, stream. Yeah. I would be super down with that. Do like an in-person stream, all three, all three of us on camera, whatever, running it. Yeah. This guy's a that's... marketing expert. That's actually genius, man. I'm down with that, dude. 
Yeah, we we get the, we won't probably won't do the first session while we're working out the kinks, but like oh yeah. my gosh, no! We once we get it good, it. once we get it figured out, yeah, yeah, I love it. Sounds great. That's exciting. That's super exciting. So everybody got Josh. You have to go to the store and get some dice. I already have dice, but you have to okay. get the full set because you're gonna need the the D and D set. So I'll go to Midgard. We'll say no. The yeah. sword and steel, brother. Sword and steel. <sighs> Either way, yeah, okay, sword and steel, let's go. Let's support the cause. So <laughs> I go up to the counter, and I'm like, I need dice. D&D dice. Odds are you'll dice just D&D. walk in, and you'll see, like, a huge rack of dice. Yeah. Yeah, but... The, but there's, they're pretty much those are the dice. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, like... I, I don't need one set of dice. I need, like... Like, how many yeah. dice come so through? So you're going to need... Like, yeah, they'll come with it. You'll need one uh, D20, one D12, one D8, one D6, one D4, and is a D3 a thing? I forget. Mm, yeah, it's a D. It's the triangle, right? Yeah, D3. No, that's a, that's a D4 because it's got four sides. Okay. D, there's a D4. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. I think that's all. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. They'll know what I need anyway. But it, it literally comes in a set, Josh. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Okay. It's most most dice sets come with those dice. For most games, that's what you need to play the games if they're that kind of tabletop, this style game, right? Because D and D isn't the only game like this, right? Okay, fair. So you can use these dice for other games. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm not sure what other games use like. D12s, D8s, but definitely if they use them. Lit. And then once I got them, I got them. What What is the price range on these? $12, I think. Oh, for the set? Oh, yeah, they're not, too, they're not bad at all. So, Matt, why do you say Sword and Steel over Midgard? Have you, do you, Sword and Steel you know? has just been my go-to place for years. Yeah? Do you it's have the, one in Halifax? No, no, there, there isn't one here. This place oh, is something right. pretty cool called the Deck Box. Deck box. Uh, it sounds like classic video games too, so it's pretty good. Yeah. But no, Sword and nice. Steel is like my go-to spot. Fair enough. They used to actually have this deal where every uh, twenty dollars you spent, you got one tick for twenty dollars uh, free. Yeah, Whoa. he definitely doesn't have that anymore. Yeah, they don't have it anymore. <laughs> but man, oh, it was boy, such a good like steal. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's probably where you go do most of your. Uh... Gaming, shopping. 100%. Midgard's best kind, too, though. They got lots of stuff down there, and they're, they're, it's, a, it's got a lot bigger. And you don't have to mess around with parking downtown. I've never been to Midgard. Uh, what's it like? Oh, they're, they're best kind. They're super sick. They do uh, like card tournaments there like all the time and stuff. They have a full part of the uh, business that's devoted to that and doing these events and stuff like that. I do a lot of my pre-ordering for Pokemon cards and stuff there. Don't they have a bunch of gaming PCs set up too? Um, no. Not, not anymore? Maybe, maybe not anymore. I don't think they do anymore. They used to have a bunch, like like eight or yeah. ten, and you could go in and like I guess play with your buddies or whatever. Yeah, no, not anymore. I don't think. Dude, the old the old homie Boozan uh, worked there last time I was there. Oh, cool. I don't know if you remember him or not. No, I don't so. remember him. Yeah, you wouldn't know him. I don't think Bruce. Did, uh, so in some other ter- in some other news, there, guys. I'm trying to go off topic here, but did anybody check out uh, Love and Thunder yet? 
No, no, I, it's a I, actually, I actually saw it yesterday. You saw I, it? I said, yeah, I saw it yesterday. Well, it, well, so, no spoiler, obviously, because it's no, too, no, no, new, it's new, too, too new to spoil anything. What do you uh, think? I, I loved it. It was great. I love Thor anyway. Thor's my favorite adventure, and I love the last two movies. Yeah. So, yeah. Ragnarok, so what, do you put it over Ragnarok, or do you put it under Ragnarok? Comedy wise, Ragnarok is higher. Yeah. But I think, like, I don't know. It's pretty up there, too. I still think yeah. I like Ragnarok more. Definitely. I was going to say, I, I definitely appreciate Ragnarok a little more because I think that it was able to flesh out its story a little better. Yeah. Now, it was a little fast as well. But I just found this one, it was good. Okay. I had a lot of fun. I was laughing my ass off the entire time. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, uh, but I just felt it was a little quick. It was definitely quick. And I just didn't know. I don't know. There was some stuff that was like, I wanted so much more time with Gore. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. One thing, but one thing I do appreciate is it does flesh out how he became that person. So you can yes. kind of like sympathize with his whole thing especially mm. where it goes you know those people being dickheads yes gonna, you know I'm, I'm using selective words here totally totally right but uh, I, 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 this isn't spoiling anything by me saying this uh i wanted to see him kill more gods because you know yeah. this guy's gonna kill some gods like come on that's what he's like it's in the it's in every trailer for the thing is about him killing the gods and stuff like that but i well, wanted to see him kill more gods yeah Holy so this God. is thor we're talking about thor yeah yes thor, love and thunder okay word when did that really come out good, though. Recommend oh, it. It just came out oh wow okay july 8th i actually saw yeah. it on the 7th on the pre-screening yeah i saw it on the 9th so, uh, yeah, it was you recommend though. me seeing it? Would you say? Yeah, I recommend all the MCU stuff, man. All the MCU stuff lately has been Top best tier. kind. Everything, everything they've ever done. Miss like, Marvel yet? Yeah, I've been watching Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's sick. Also. also doing really good. Moon Knight was Chef's Kiss. Um, like I want there to be so much more Moon Knight. Yeah, and there's gonna be. There's gonna be. Yeah. There's gonna be. They're, they're yeah. fleshing out the next phase of new superheroes that we're gonna fall in love with because we're losing a lot of the ones that we've known this entire time. Yeah, isn't Iron Man dead? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. In the uh, in the. Yeah, what movie did he die in? Anyways, like, Endgame. I don't really keep up with Marvel. Endgame. Yeah, Endgame. He snaps Thanos away basically and then when he snaps with the infinity stones it kills him isn't there like a multiverse isn't there like more oh, than that's one that's new that's new buddy yeah well that's because of the whole loki tv show situation yeah spider-man that movie as well yeah it's a good good grasp on that whole multiverse. i mean did you have you seen dr strange dr strange literally they explore it further yeah. than they ever have kind of deal Oh yeah, they're definitely setting up. I mean, it's been everywhere. This is just the theory now. There's no spoiler because I don't know. I don't talk to Kevin Feige. He's not on my, uh, he's not on my phone or anything like that. Texting me about what happened in MCU, but uh, 
There's big thoughts that it's all leading up to Secret Wars, which is a big event yeah. in the comics where yeah, basically yeah, like the all the multiverses like fight each other, right? Yeah. Or, and that's going to happen. That's uh, that's gonna be nuts, guys. That's gonna be crazy if we get that in MCU quality. Like you think, if Endgame was massive, the Secret Wars is gonna be humongous. Even bigger. Even bigger. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. But I uh, yeah, but, uh, execution though, of, like how they introduce it, right? Yeah, totally. So, and right now they're doing it in a weird way and needs to be fleshed out a little better. But I think it will be good still. I still think it'll be tough here. Yeah, yeah. Loki how was good. Sick. How good did Thor do in the box office? Do we know? Insane. Oh, really? Yeah. That's uh, it, uh, they any MCU movie guys is gonna do insane in box office numbers. They could release Squirrel Girl right now and it would do. Insane. Squirrel Girl, man. Uh, <laughs> so much right start doing. Oh, I was just gonna say something I should start doing is buying like theater stocks a month before like a new Marvel movie comes out. Do it. Then once they yeah. release the earnings, sell. Do it. Yeah. Um, 449.3 million US right now. That movie and it came out like two days ago. Since the eight. Yeah. <laughs> two days ago. Wow. That's it. Incredible. Wow. Shouts out then. Love well, the work. last uh, last Spider Man movie, Spider Man No Way Home, was the biggest movie of all time. Really? Isn't that crazy? Did the Whoa. most box office numbers of any movie of all time? Spider Man. What did they do? What did they do? How much? How well did they do? It was something nuts here. Uh, I'm not surprised that was the case because of like, all the anticipation and like the theory that the Spider Man would be in it. Yeah. That was the big, big hype. Yeah, like 1.9 million, dude. <laughs> or billion, you mean? Right, milliard. 1.901 million. What? Okay, what? one second, one second. One second. I was going to say, there's no this way the Thor right. movie did 500 times better than Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I I, uh, I definitely meant... Why is... Milliard. No. That sounds French. Yeah, one point is one point nine billion guys. Amen. That's crazy. Holy man! I think fucking I'm I'm planning on going to Saint Pierre in August, so a bunch of my shits in French without me realizing because <laughs> I'm doing like French learning. <laughs> You're going in August, are you? Yeah, just for a little weekend trip. That's sick, man. What's there even to do in Saint Pierre? There's a bunch of I dude. I just want to go eat breakfast, bro. <laughs> and, like get a croissant and like yeah. go get like a French steak. You know baguette. what I mean? Like hell yeah, dude. Have a nice hell baguette, yeah. nice That's croissant. What I'm for. But we're gonna go out on like zodiacs and shit probably, and like stay at a nice oh, little B and B or some shit. It'll be cute, just for a couple days, right? Like the weekend. Enchanté. That's exciting. That's exciting. Sounds like a little romantic trip, French kiss. Yeah, we're going with a couple of our friend, like a couple, a couple of couples as well. So. Ah, quadruple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quadruple. Going as a quadruple. That's Going sick. Quadruple. Going out on the quad in St. Pierre. How are your guys' fish tanks doing? Oh, no. Oh, something Not wrong? great. Not great over here. I don't know about Big Mac, but dude, I just I lost another fish. Lost another fish. That's okay, yeah. Josh. You'll lose fish, man. That's that's the name of the game, brother. I got one left in the tent. Uh, in the tent. <laughs> what? You gotta get more though, or they're gonna lose them. You gotta get more. You know what I mean? Like if the if you lose them, because they got they got a a lot 
almost every fish does better in with school. A bunch of, in a school. Yeah. Okay. At least maybe like that's three. why these two. Maybe that's why these two like weren't thriving the best because. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. I got a twenty other guppies. Because I mean, now mm-hmm. with about 13, 14, 15 guppies in it, I'd say. Yeah, try try Ember Guppies because you actually got a couple and they still are surviving throughout everything. Nice. Endlers are good. That's what I have. We have uh, actually their Endler and Red Fire crosses because we breeded a couple. Big Mac, did you switch over to your 10 gal? Like, did you are you gonna do salt water? Like, are you still doing the second tank? Um, so what we're planning on doing is dropping. Like the current fish and put moving them into a ten gallon, and mm-hmm. then doing an aggressive tropical in the twenty gallon. So maybe get a couple like small. Nice. Fish. Attra- the aggressive tropical is cool. Do some sharks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. And we're gonna yeah. do our tropical community in the ten gallon with the uh... way easier too because salt water is like no salt water sick. Don't get me wrong, but you oh, gotta be man. ready to I'm have like nice. you gotta have like a thousand bucks there ready to go to dive in the salt water because there's just more to it than you need to have the sump and stuff like that and it's always got to be going and as soon as your like levels go out like if your levels go off in a freshwater tank or whatever big whoop you know they can come back pretty easily you do a quick water change and you're pretty much all right i your wish levels go off in a, in a um side salt water tank the whole thing can just Got like all your corals can just die, you know what I mean? And this oh, nice right. brutal, brutal. right. What were you saying? I wish, Josh. Yeah, man. Like I don't know if I'd even be able to add extra fish to keep this guy alive right now because the water's just like whack, dude. Like high nitrates, high ammonia. Haven't really been able to regulate it. I even got stuff, been adding it, doing regular tank changes, and it's yeah. just not working, man. I don't know if it's oh. because of the under gravel filter is maybe not as good as it's led on to be. I don't know. Maybe so I should weird. change a filter. Just scrap yeah. the tank, set the fish aside for a second because I do have a smaller tank. I can put them in for the time being. Clean yeah. it all, do it all again, put a new filter in it, scrap the underground filter, try again. I don't know. Hanging back, man. That's what I always use, hanging back filters. They've always done me really well. Right, and that would be what? Like a char- not charcoal, um, sponge filter? Yeah, there's a sponge, uh, charcoal, and nitrate remover. Right. It's like all of them, so... Yeah. Aqua clear. And, and you should get it too big for your tank, like the sides up from your tank, because then it works double time. When for the first good. like two months that I had the tank, algae was never an issue. Oh. Oh, what's going on? Something wrong? Yeah, but you still got me? Do you still got me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you, no problem. That's weird. My uh computer just like shut down for a second. Okay. Uh for the first two months there was no algae. All all good. Now that I have like this 3000 kilowatt light bulb nearby at certain hours turned on throughout the day for other promiscuous reasons. There's like an algae explosion, dude. Like yeah. algae explosion. You gotta watch the light. That's all. I know. I, I gotta figure out a way to block that light from going into the tank. Cause even when the light's off in the tank, it's still getting light blasting in the side. It's like a really crazy light. It's like a grow light basically. Yeah. You might need to move your other activities into a different room. I can't though. The other thing. <laughs> you might have to move the fish into a different room. Can't do that either. Cats will eat them. Cats will oh, fuck with it. Wait, no, they won't. No, they won't. They'll get well, bored of it. I tried to put the smaller tank upstairs. And fish yeah, your cats are so good. Them. Your cats are so good, though. I don't know. I don't know. No, I got two. Well, I'm at Kara's mom's now, right? So yeah. I got 
Tiger Kabu and two other cats, and even them, they're all best friends with them. Nobody gives a shit. Because they get bored of it quick. You know what I mean? It gets old yeah. quick. Just like any toy that they ever get. You know I don't know. I, mean? I don't trust cats. My sister's Me cat killed either. my budgie bird. And well, ever since then, it's like immortal grudge. Yeah, <laughs> a, bird, a bird I would be a little more skeptical about That's getting. A bird. But the fish tanks are locked in a... They're locked underwater, yeah. which cats hate for one. And then yeah, and usually fish tanks have lids too, so you can't yeah. get. Well, lids. my lid is trash. Like the lid that I got is trash. Is that for the tank I gave you, Josh? Yeah, it's too accessible. Like you can knock that off so easy. Yeah. And he man is a little hunter dude. Like he would get these fish if he could. <laughs> I swear, he's the only yeah, one who I'm worried about. Eat. Yeah, but then he would go into the water and hate his life. So yeah. Well, I don't want him to He'll drown either. No, no, he wouldn't drown. He's bigger than the tank. But like as soon as he touched the water, he'd jump out. So I gotta yeah. situate something though, because that light is just algae explosion, dude. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're the other half now. Well, guys, I'm getting uh, I'm getting called uh, back to my slumber. There, it's been great being on the show with you guys and everything like that. Thanks for popping um, on, man. I'm super good. excited about our D and D voyage that we're gonna be going on in the future. Yeah, and, and I got the entire to, thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll send you over. Uh, I'll send you over my backstory when I type it up tomorrow. I'll type it up tomorrow. It. I'll get something um, ready too. Working on a campaign because I got nothing but time right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, Doctor Big Mac, you got. I gotta talk to you about something uh, later on. So. All right. Cool. Peace and love, guys. Take care. It's been great having me, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, you too, Great Peace talking out, to you, dude. Adios, guys. Thanks again. Cheers. Smelly Sav on Twitch, everybody. Peace. Well, boys, yeah, you can find me. I know that much at uh, Unjust Josh on Twitch. Also on here on the Island Time Podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on YouTube. I mean, it, yeah, we're here. Anyway, we're out here. We also recently dropped our Twitter and our TikTok clips. So go follow that. We'll be making a link tree for all those things. Yeah. For Twitter, it is at Island Time underscore Pod because Island Time Pod was already taken. So you can do. Um, I think it's Adventum uh, there has the uh, the TikTok for the clips. I do. Yeah, you can also I'm sorry me. for the Stop. sorry for the wait on all the clips. That's okay. There's yeah. lots of content to come. I'm sure we'll keep yeah, them waiting on content. it. We got lots of episodes now. We can get something going to go. Big time. But yeah, you can find me at Doctor Big Mac on Twitch, Twitter. Um. Yeah. You can always find. Oh, sorry. We got big plans coming soon. Like I said on this podcast, we got that. We'll have a D&D campaign uh, streamed out at some point. So we'll see what happens. Let's see you, Bruce Town. And you can always find me on youtube.com slash identum. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Bye.